Oh, good morning. Good morning, everyone. I welcome you, each and every one of you, to our call this morning. This is the beginning of a brand new week. And as we start this day early, let us welcome our Father. Let us welcome the Lord Jesus and to welcome the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us, for this is the day that he has made, and we, his people, we, his people, shall rejoice and be glad in it. So, Father, we give all praise and adoration to you this day. You are holy and worthy of honor. Your promises are true, and you declared that we, that you would never leave us nor would you forsake us. Your promises are yes and amen. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. You are Jehovah Jireh, our provider, and it is in you that we live and move and we have our being. We invite you to this call and into our lives this day. Help us to walk in the light of your word and to give no place to darkness. Help us to stay strong in faith, giving glory to you. Help us always, always to love, always to forgive, and always bless others because you have blessed us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let me introduce the team for this morning. My name is Heather Dawson, and I will be facilitating the call this morning. We also have with us Brandy Good. She will be praying for the requests that have been sent in, and she'll also share any praise reports in answer to our prayers. It's always wonderful to hear those because it encourages our faith to believe for ourselves. So good morning, Brandy. How are you this morning? Good morning, Mother Heather. Good morning, hon. I am glad that you're with us this morning. Praise the Lord. We also have our own Bishop Smith, and he's going to bring the devotion this morning, and I believe it's going to be out of Psalms uh, 1. And it's always good to have uh, Bishop, because he continues with his message from Sunday service. So I would say to each and every one of you, let's just settle, listen. I hope you have a pen in your Bible as he comes now in Jesus' name. Amen. Bishop, we're ready, and we also greet Pastor Adrian this morning, welcoming her also. So, Bishop, it is yours. Good morning, Elder. God bless you. God bless everyone um, on the line this morning. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, 
to the saints of the Most High God. Also, good morning to uh, the saints of New Destiny Church, our church family, the universal body of Christ. Good morning to every man of God on the line from around the world that is tuning in. We don't take it lightly that you would get up whatever time zone that you're in and to get on the prayer line and pray with us. You know, it's one of the things that is vitally important. I believe that no time with God equals failure. And so if no time with God equals failure, then time with God equals success. One of the things we have to understand as believers that God has given us authority to command our morning. And that's what we're doing. We're commanding the morning by declaring the word of God. The Bible tells us that we... Uh, should really seek God early and call on Him when He while He is near, and that's what we're going to do today. As uh, Elder Heather said, we're going to continue, and I believe it is a vitally important series that we just started in our church, and that's a word-centered life. A word-centered life. Uh, David is actually one of my favorite characters in the Bible, next to Jesus. David is, because if you look at David's life and can um, parallel David next to Jesus, you'll see there's so much in common between David and Jesus. It's absolutely powerful. But Psalms 1, verse 1 through 3, let me read the scripture, and then we're going to dive into this this morning. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but is delighted in the law of the Lord. In his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, whose leaves shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. That's powerful. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. I, I think that, that that is so important because what David is doing there uh, through the unction of the Holy Spirit is dealing with the paths we walk in life, the paths we walk in life. And as I shared with you yesterday, there are good paths that one can walk in life that will lead to life. But then there's also paths that we can walk down that will lead to destruction. He said, blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, you know, in walking down paths in life, is is vitally important that you don't take bad advice from ungodly people, or you know any advice from ungodly people. You have to be careful who you're taking advice from, who you're listening to, who's shaping your ideologies, who's shaping your life, because that's what happens when you start taking people's advice. They start shaping your life. And so it is vitally important that you um, know without a shadow of a doubt the people that you are allowing to speak into your life that they're godly and not ungodly. Then he says something that's important that we shouldn't override. He said, nor stand in the paths of sinners. It's, it's, it's a tragedy when the believer is no longer an example to the unrighteous, that we become a stumbling block and we hinder the unrighteous from becoming righteous because our lifestyle, it hasn't aligned itself 
with the Word of God. Now, that's key. Our lifestyle have not aligned itself with the Word of God, and you cause the sinner now to not come to Christ but say, you know what, I don't want it. If that's what Christianity is about, I don't want nothing to do with Christianity because they watch the way you behave. And let me tell you something. People are always watching you. They watch how you behave. They know that you confess Christianity. They know the church that you say you go to. But you know something? People are watching the way you behave. And so, you know, it's important. It's important that we align ourselves with the principles of faith. We align ourselves with the Word of God so that we don't become a stumbling block to the sinner. Praise God. And so... David said his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in, in that law, watch this now, it's, it's almost like Joshua 1 and 8. He says he's, he, this, the person who delights himself in the, in the law of the Lord is taking wise counsel from God, walking down a pathway, watch this, blesses the man who walketh in the, in the counsel of, um, walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. He says here that he meditates in the law, how often? He says, day and night. So really, it's a continual meditating on the Word. And he says, because you're continually meditating on the Word, he didn't say you wore a tree. He says, this particular person is like a tree that is planted by constant nourishment. He's planted by resources. That's what water is to a tree. It's a lifeline. And notice he brings forth his fruit in its season, whose leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he do shall prosper. As I shared with you yesterday, because of the planting of the tree, the position, the position, let me use that word. I didn't use that word. Because of the positioning of the tree. Now I want you to see where that tree is planted. He's planted by rivers of living water. He's positioned there. And because that tree is positioned by the resource, praise God, it now enters into a perpetual season of increase in favor. Whose leaves shall not wither? Oh, every tree leave wither. But this particular tree, because of its positioning, shall not wither, which is speaking of the believer. That means that now you begin to move into a perpetual season of increase and you begin to move into a perpetual season of favor, okay, because of your positioning. As I share it with you, and this, I believe it's worth sharing again, because I'm still dealing with the path, the path, the path that you're walking down. That I'm walking down, we're walking down paths of the righteous. Blessed is the man who walked not in the counsel of the ungodly. We're walking in the counsel of the ungodly. So we're walking down the path that the Lord is leading us down. That path, number one, it leads to life. And I love that. It leads to life. Because some people think they're living, and they're not living at all. But not only does it lead to life, it leads to hope. It leads to faith. Ultimately, happiness. You'd be surprised how many believers that are unhappy especially during the pandemic. People just, they just are, are so disappointed about everything and fussing about everything. You know what? 
you got to make a decision because you don't have time for that and you can't participate in that. Because, see, life is still moving. Life is still going on. And you have to make a decision that you're going to move with life. This person that's walking down the path that leads to life, hope, faith, happiness, joy, and also peace. But when you look at the path that the enemy puts us on, that path leads to deception. You'd be surprised how many believers are deceived. I didn't say this yesterday, but I'm going to say it this morning. It also leads to distractions. Because if you're deceived, you're also distracted. If you're deceived, you're distracted, you're disappointed, you're dealing with fear, which leads to heartache, and ultimately destruction. And we see that with a lot of people who profess Christianity. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the, the, the unborn or the the person who's not a believer. I'm talking about the believer. And so, you know, the question this morning that I want to ask you, are you willing to trust God to make the right choices in life? Are you willing to trust God to get you on the right path? That's the key, trusting God. Remember, uh, that's the word for the year. That's the theme, if you allow me to say it that way, of the year, trusting God. Okay? Are you willing to trust him that he has you on the right path? Now, God is precise and the way he teaches us to live. And God never changes. Even though this particular psalmist, David, lived thousands of years ago, the validity of this truth still stands today. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Okay? It stands today from based on the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Christ preached the same reality. I share it with you that blessed, that word blessed means that you have been empowered. You've been empowered. It's an empowerment. Now, you've been empowered to prosper. If you're writing notes, write that down. You've been empowered to prosper. But some people are also empowered to fail. You, you see their life. It's just like, you know what, it's like they can't quit stumbling in life. Every time you turn around, things are just going terrible for them. But when, you, when you've been empowered to prosper because you're walking down the path that leads to life, number one, you're going to start prospering spiritually. Spiritually. You're going to start prospering mentally, the mind, in the arena of your mind. That's so vitally important. You're going to start prospering physically, and you're going to prosper financially. Everything about the message of the kingdom, the gospel according to the kingdom, deals with prosperity. Salvation in itself is prosperity. So when you know, don't get caught up with people talking about oh, they, they, they preaching the prosperity preacher. The gospel is all about making your life better, empowering you to live a better life. Let's understand that, because. God didn't intend when 
he showed up in your life and you accepted Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior, he didn't intend for you to stop where you began and end where you started. He didn't intend that. It's the beginning, and your life should get better. Paul echoes it in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. And so as we look at the Psalms, our Father shows us to place Him first. Place Him first. We're talking about a word-centered life. Place Him first by building a mindset anchored in His word. You hear what I'm saying? You, you, you got to have your mind anchored in His word. I told you, watch this. It's just like the baby that come into the world. Babies that are delivered come to the world, they come out head first. They come into the world head first. If you coming out of the stuff that you've been in that's had you messed up in life, you got to come out head first. You got to get your mind made up that you know what I'm coming up out of this, and you got to come out head first. And so that's why I think this statement is vitally important, building a mindset anchored in his word. So in that, God wants us to think of him, follow his truth, and take action on his word. Take act. The word of God is it's an action word. Faith is an action word. You've got to act upon it. A lot of people don't act upon it. So all of us on this line this morning have to remember our salvation is his gift to us. And we need to show him gratitude for delivering us from evil, setting us on the right path that leads to life and begin to center our lives in the word. A word-centered life. Father, we honor you. And we bless you, we magnify you, the fruit of our lips giving thanks and praise because you alone are the redeemer of our life. I thank you for every person that is on this line. Father, we thank you that as we this morning meditate on your word, as we declare your word, meditating on your word unveils spiritual wisdom and also your attributes. It helps us understand your divine nature. But, Father, it also helps us understand that the nature that you possess is manifested itself in our lives as the fruit of the Spirit. I thank you more than anything as believers we begin to operate in love. Love like no other. You said that we should love one another. And so, Father, I thank you that love will abound in our hearts. I also, Father, thank you that you said in your word, where sin abound, grace does much more abound. We need your ever-abounding grace like never before because we see lawlessness everywhere in the world today. But, Lord God, I thank you for your abounding grace. I thank you for your favor that rests upon each and every person's life that is on this line this morning. Father, I thank you that we all will be like a tree planted by rivers of living water that bring forth our fruit in our season that we'll be rooted and we'll be grounded, Lord God, in your word. Because we understand that everything gets its starting point from a word, from the word. 
In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, so it was in the beginning. And we thank God that the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. I thank God that the Word is dwelling in us. I thank you, Father, for the power and the potential that you placed in every seed. Seed needs Word, but Word also needs seed. And as the Word of God, the Word of the Kingdom, has been planted in our hearts, I thank you. It will cause beautification in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. I don't know about everyone else on the line this morning, but I love that message. I loved yesterday's and I love this morning's. It's a very sobering thought that our lifestyle, we are Christians, we're believers, but our lifestyle, the way that we live, the way that we act, the words that we say can cause the unrighteous to not even want to become a Christian. That's very sobering when you think about that. So how are you living your life? And another thing that Bishop said was, are you willing to trust God to lead you on the right path? You know, sometimes we tend to want to trust man more than we want to trust God. Why? Why would we do that? He's the creator of all things. If he could create the universe, can he not can he not lead you on the right path? He can indeed. Hallelujah. So we thank the Lord for the word this morning. I'm gonna ask Brandy if she'll come at this time. And please share the prayer requests that have been sent in so that we can all come into agreement with her as she prays. And we, with thanksgiving, can thank God for answering. So, Brandy, if you will come at this time, please. Okay, we have one prayer request, and it's sent in by an anonymous person. And it says, please pray for my friend's son who is experiencing mental health and personality identity disorders. He is in elementary school. Please pray for divine intervention for his heart, mind, and soul. Please pray for his family, too. Thank you, and God bless you all. So, Father God, we thank you. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord God. We thank you for being God. We Lord God, that for this child's life, we thank you, Lord God, that there is nothing too hard for you. Father, we come this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for a divine intervention. We declare that no weapon formed against this child shall be able to prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare whatever is out of order, it has to come into alignment with the word of God. We, Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over this child's mind. We pray that the peace of God would mount would garrison and mount guard over his heart and his mind in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for his mental and emotional well-being. We call on Jehovah Rapha. You are the Lord, our healer. 
Father, we ask that you will heal and deliver him from any psychological and emotional or physical trauma in the name of Jesus. You are a mind regulator. Father, we call on you, Lord God, and we ask that you would bring stability to his mind, his will, and his emotions in the name of Jesus. We declare Isaiah 53 and 5 over him that by Jesus' stripes he is healed. Father, we declare and we come up against every lie, every negative thought and suggestions injected into his mind. Father, silence the voice of the enemy. We superimpose the kingdom of God. We declare that he has the mind of Christ. He is created in your image and likeness. We declare he is fearfully and wonderfully made. When you created him, Father, you said he was good. You know the very hairs upon his head, Lord God. And, Father, we declare that he is accepted in the beloved. Father, you said the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I am come that you may have life and life more abundantly. We declare he is living an abundant life. We declare that he shall prosper and be in health even as his soul prospers in the name of Jesus. Father, we decree and we declare soul prosperity in the mind in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Father, you sent your word and they were healed. Therefore, we send the word and we declare total healing for this child in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you would reveal yourself to him, Lord God, for you have created him for a purpose and a destiny. And Father, we call him forth in the name of Jesus. We pray that your glory will be made manifest in his life and that he will be a living testimony to those around him. Father, we pray for his parents, and we ask that you would lead and guide them. Father, give them physical and emotional strength in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would give them wisdom and understanding. Father, let them know that you are with them and that they are not alone. Father, we pray that you will surround them with your peace. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. We just believe for this child that he is free, and whom the sun sets free is free indeed, so health to this child in Jesus' name. You know, you may not have sent a request in, but you're on the line this morning and you need God to touch you, to touch your heart, maybe to touch you physically or to supply a need. I would just say to you this morning, just reach out by faith. And receive. As Bishop said, faith is an action. Put it into action this morning. And I would say to you, don't look at how big the problem is. Look at how big your God is. Just declare this morning, I will overcome this situation. I will defeat this sickness. I will rise out of lack and struggle. And I will accomplish the dreams that I have within. Let God hear you. Speak it out loud and know that the creator of the universe is going to work. And miracles are coming your way. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Bishop, I want to go back to you to see if you have any further words for us this morning before we close out our prayer call. Thank you so much, Elder. This morning we're talking about a word-centered life, positioning, positioning. And I want you to think about your positioning in life, your spiritual positioning. Where are you positioned spiritually? David makes it clear the tree is planted by rivers of living water that bring forth its fruit in its season. His leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he do shall prosper. Our lives began with the planting of the Lord. What, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that, Bishop? The planting of the Lord. The, the seed of the gospel. The seed is the word of God. The field or the soil is the hearts of men. That seed was planted in your heart. And that seed has the power and the potential now to affect the environment in which it's planted in. Now I want to give you I want to give you a word picture, okay? So so once you put on you know, your thinking caps or your imagination, you can have an empty field, it's just a dirt lot, and you get some grass seed. You sprinkle some grass seed, and then you get you get a, a, a apple tree seed. You put that apple tree seed there. All of a sudden, where there was a dirt lot, grass is going to begin to blossom. It's going to begin to bloom. It's going to begin to grow. And then that tree that you place there, that that seed, that tree is going to begin to sprout up. It's going to begin to blossom. It's going to begin to bloom. It's going to begin to produce fruit. It's going to begin to produce apple and apples. And in every apple, I want you to hear this, there's five apple seeds. Now, how did it start? It started with a seed. Isn't that interesting? Grass is there. Now the apple tree is there, which started with one seed, and the apple tree is producing apples, increasing multiplication. And in every apple, there's five seeds. God is amazing. What do we see? We see beautification. How did it start? It started out as just a dirt field the same with our lives. The planning of the Lord comes into our lives. The word of God comes into our lives. I don't care how your life looked prior to the word of God showing up. Now, the beauty of what God intended will begin to manifest itself in our lives. And so, you got to understand, since the Lord provides us with the means to meet our physical demands in life, he provides us with food. He provides us with water. He provides us with shelter. we got to understand that. It brings beautification into your life. He supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now, you got to understand, you can look at some believers, and they don't get the fact that sin separates us from his grace. Because all this comes through grace. It comes through grace. All right? But God wants to meet our needs. That's why he planted that first initial seed in our life, to bring forth beautification into our lives, that our lives be begin to become beautiful. Prior to him showing up, your life was probably shades of black and shades of gray, some shades of white. 
Now, when you see that word picture, shades of black and shades of gray and shades of white, that doesn't look very nice. But you know something? At the point that you accepted Jesus Christ, that canvas now becomes empty. I'm talking about your life. You get a new chance. You get a new starting point. You you are now positioned in him. He delivers you from the powers of darkness, translates you into the kingdom of his dear son. At that point, watch this, where there were shades of black and shades of gray, some shades of white, now we start seeing color. Blues. Whites. Greens. Orange. What's happening? Beautification. The canvas changes. Your life becomes beautiful. But let me tell you something. It all requires an obedience. It's very important, the path we walk in life. And also, who are you allowing to influence you? Because it's shaping you. Don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Beware of distractions. And for heaven's sake, please don't deal with people who are set to deceive and are confused themselves. I'm telling you something. And then I'm going to drop it. I'm going to drop it. I'm going to pass it back to Elder. You have to, if you take advice from people, before you take their advice, look at their lives and see if they're fruitful. A tree is always known by its fruit. Oops, there it is. Elder, I'm done. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. I was just thinking about a gardener. You know, those of us, and I say us because I... I have always enjoyed, uh, you know, gardening. But, you know, sometimes a plant gets planted in the wrong place. And the master gardener realizes and sees. And what will he do? He will take that plant and he will transplant it to another place where he knows that that plant will thrive and grow. So think about that. Think about where you have been planted. I, I, as I said earlier, I love this teaching. I love it. Um, so praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for our time together. It was rich. It was good. And, you know, yesterday Bishop said something in his message. He said, the word came alive so that you could come alive. So that you can come alive. Just meditate on that. Think about that. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Shout praises unto our God. The Passion Translation in Psalm 68 says, God, arise with awesome power, and every one of your enemies will scatter in fear. May every God-hater be chased away, Lord. Blow them away like a puff of smoke, and let all godly lovers be glad. 
Let them laugh and let them sing. Why? For the joy of the Lord is our strength. He is our strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a great morning. What a great way to start your day. Don't you feel empowered? Aren't you encouraged? I know I am. Well, it's time to bring our call to a close. And I want to say thank you to each and every one of you for being on the call this morning. May you have received just what you needed, just what you needed to make this day successful in him. And don't forget, share the goodness. Share the goodness of our God with others. Amen. So we'll see you tomorrow morning, same time, 5 a.m., bright and early so that we can command the day. Hallelujah. So, Kathy, open the line and let us worship our Lord together. <laughs>